Tales of Mystery and Wonder, The Glory Days, Episode 2, The Girls, written and produced by Sean America. They jetted off, the road lines illuminated, the scrub brush blurred past, and the billboard signs advertising digital vacations and the latest flippy robot which you could have at home for the low, low price of 69,000 credits. Imagine five-star meals cooked at home. Flippy, the only robotic chef you'll ever need. Flippy, a miracle in home automation. Just order our Flippy Fresh made ingredients and Flippy will do the rest. Shit. Everybody wants a Flippy. Nobody wants to cook anymore. Top tech mechanic at work. Total Amish at home. Next, you'll want to pump water from a well out back and shave with a straight razor. Jamal laughed that hearty laugh of his, showing his white teeth, and stepped on the gas. The Monte Carlo rocketed forward, pegging the speedometer to 125. Coastal towns blurred past. Soon, they'd be in Miami. Jamal's mind wandered, his eyes staring ahead at the blurring, illuminated lines of the road. They gained focus, and he looked over to Mateo. Let me paint the picture. One hotel South Beach, right in the heart of Miami, Four days poolside, cool drink in hand, soaking up the sun. And miles and miles of ladies, bare-ass tanning and thongs on the beach. For sure. Day two, front row seats at the Miami NBA Finals game, the Rockets versus the Eternals, the best damn showdown in a decade, and we're at the center of it all. This is going to be the Best birthday of my life. The Big 3-0. The Big 3-0. They drove on, the high-rises, restaurants, and cantinas blowing by, each advertising holographic menu items in the air. Beautiful women walked past, tan golden in their white and flamingo bikinis. Auto girls waded through the crowds, looking for new customers. Attractive, broad-chested men... Many shirtless waded through seas of people. The sound of Cuba blasted through sidewalk all-sound devices and coupled danced salsa on the boardwalk. Robot waiters rushed to and fro, serving platters of food and drink, occasionally spilling something on an irate customer. They parked the souped-up Monte Carlo in a paid parking lot and entered the sea of people. Jamal and Mateo cut through the crowd looking for a good place to get a drink. Jamal scratched his temple and lit a cigarette. An outdoor bar, Brazil, with tiki torch-lit deck and banana trees, looked inviting. They hopped on some bar stools to have a look around. What do you have? Asked a sultry bartendress in a low-cut white top. Double modus pure brandy. And you, sir? I'll have a mood-alter beer. 
coming up. She filled the shot glass, pushing it over to Jamal. She sauntered over to the tap and tilt-poured the beer into a glass. Jamal chased down the shot. Mateo was slower with his beer, taking it easy, tasting the familiar mood alter, the cool liquid passing through his throat. He scanned the room, and his eyes stopped on a young Latina dancing the salsa. Her eyes manipulated the edges of her dress, creating waves to her rhythm and movement. Something I always wanted to ask you, Mateo. Mateo came back to reality and slowly turned to his friend. Wait till I have a couple more. <laughs> no, seriously. It's something I've always wondered about. We're just friends, Jamal. I'm not into you like that. <laughs> no, no. Just something I need to know. Well, spit it out. Apparently, you've been thinking about it for the past two days. What drives you? What drives me? Yeah, what motivates you? La verga me motiva. I get up, I take a shit, I take a shower, and I go to work. But why do you do it? Why do you always need a reason for everything? You had a thousand miles to ask me stupid questions, and you wait until now to ask me what motivates me? I wait. I don't know. Sorry I asked. Jamal looked away to hide his hurt feelings. He lit a cigarette and looked around. His face was attractive, with a strong nose and intelligent eyes. His dark skin contrasted with a white dress shirt, untucked, and a gray pair of jeans. His mind meandered through his past, the work in the autofac, the constant, unrelenting pressure of it, thousands of individual robotic machines to keep track of, his holographic eyeglasses flooded with stimuli, possible failure points, temperatures, hydraulic pressures, and a hundred other things. A serious failure would plunge the production line to a standstill. His muscles tensed. He became aware of his present. There was an indoor club behind the cantina, its secret doors now open. The bouncer, a huge robot police unit, pointed his weapon, saying, No guns! No drugs, no trouble. They both stepped back for a minute saying, holy shit, in their heads and thought, yeah, for sure. No guns, no drugs, no trouble. They waved their watches to pay the cover charge and stepped inside. Jamal smiled. Everything was good now. He looked around for a few minutes, taking it in. The place was really pumping now. Discotheque blaring. So many young people all races and colors, moving in unison to the thumping beat. It was beautiful, tribal. He moved his body, lost in the rhythm of it, closing his eyes, the delicious feeling of abandon seeping into his mind. Mateo glanced over at Jamal and smiled. He was already dancing with a pretty Latina woman, their hips close. Mateo looked happy and relaxed, perhaps for the first time on the trip. I like the way you move, a woman said to Jamal, raising her arms above her head, dancing, circling around him. You from around here? No, from Texas. Long way from home? I'm Mandy. What's your name, big fella? Jamal. Name's Jamal. 
Is Miami all you hoped? So far. <laughs> so far, so good. You the strong, silent type? Yes, it just takes me a while to warm up to people, that's all. Well, don't take too long. Let's dance. They cut up the floor. Mandy in her white top, bare midriff, and white skirt moving seductively. She was beautiful, with curly blonde hair and blue eyes, curvy figure, and a tan from the breezy Miami days. She put her hands around his back, lightly caressing the base of his spine with her pretty mauve-painted fingernails. Jamal moved his hips closer to feel her warmth, and they moved in unison to the sound of the thumping beat. She smiled, looking up at him, her red lips parting. They danced for a couple of hours, laughing and chatting in loud bursts. She was born and raised in Miami, a product of the sun. Her dad was a hollow film producer, and she had a career based on parts he gave to her. She had a light way about her, taking the days as they came, enjoying life in all of its messiness and fullness. They were both sweating from the heat of exertion. They were all lust and pheromones. You involved, Jamal? No. Why not? A good-looking guy like you? Guess I haven't found the right girl. Well, look no further. <laughs> you know, I like you. I mean, you're different. Quiet but intense. I think you're quite intelligent. I'm no Einstein, but I can read people. Jamal just smiled looking at her. You know, well, I've never had a black guy before. He stood back and looked at her seriously. Her face, her ample breasts, her flat stomach, her hips. She was... Well, he paused. You want to get out of here? She bit her lip and nodded. Let me tell Mateo. All right. He came back a few minutes later with some hand towels to wipe away their sweat, and they left the club holding hands. They waded through crowds of people, veering towards a sidewalk on the strip. An auto girl, her silver metallic frame glistening in the night, caressed Jamal's shoulder. How about some time with me tonight? I'm STD free, guaranteed. Back up, you bucket of bolts. This is my man. The auto girl just tilted her head with an air of biomechanical superiority. You're all stud. I'm in more positions than this flesh girl has ever dreamed of. She stormed off in her high stiletto heels and black fishnet stockings, soliciting other men and women on the strip. Jamal and Mandy walked the eight blocks to the hotel room, saying nothing. The hotel door sensed his watch and opened. Well, this is it. The hotel room was a large suite with two bedrooms and a bar kitchen with a living room. It was decorated primarily in whites and blacks, minimalist with abstract digit art on the walls. There were hall viewers in every room to watch immersives. It's amazing. Look at the ocean. Yeah, it's pretty dope. Pour a girl a drink? Sure. What do you want? You decide. Jamal went behind the counter and made two martinis, with two olives each, and handed one to her. That's Bond. James Bond. Shaken, not stirred. Who's Bond? He's a spy. He's a secret agent. 
he's a, well, never mind. It's not important. (laughs) Jamal wondered if Mandy ever had a care in the world, and for a moment, he envied her. Put on some music, babe. He went over to his record player, thumbing through his collection of vinyls, and put the needle down on Luther Vandross's If Only for One Night. They danced to the song, kissing passionately. She breathed in and out, feeling the energy of his presence. She took her top and her bra off, pulling down her skirt and panties. He took off his dress shirt, white tee, jeans, and underwear. They stood there naked, moving closely to the rhythm of the music, his groin rubbing against her belly button. Her hair stood up, and she trembled with excitement, her soft, delicate fingers exploring the hair of his chest, his strong, broad shoulders, and then cupping his firm buttocks. He caressed her ample breasts and lifted her up and slid into her. She gasped in pleasure looking into his eyes. Love me, love me, love me tonight. Yes, you know. Yes, you know. Show me all the things you know. He made love to her with passion and with some sadness, giving himself freely. Life was a fleeting thing. Over in a flash. This, this, this was life. Mateo watched Jamal leave with Mandy from the back of the club. He felt a tinge of jealousy, his friend, so natural and good with women. To Mateo, it was hard. He lacked Jamal's natural quick wit, his charm, and his breezy dry humor. But Mateo could always dance. It was in his blood, back from his early childhood days in Mexico City. Gianna and him danced a samba number. He slipped the DJ some credits and got rid of the techno. He dipped Gianna and spun her around. She smiled, snapping her fingers. A crowd had gathered to watch the two Latin dancers. Gianna laughed. She was beautiful, brown-skinned, black hair, curvy as Latina women often are, and lithe, having been a dancer. She wore a draped crisscross dress, a sparkling black material. She had dark eyes and long hair which cascaded around her shoulders, brushing against her waist. There was nothing like the curves of a beautiful woman, Mateo thought. Nothing in all the world. You got a nice place in Texas? Oh, it's real nice. One bedroom apartment on the 20th floor. I can see the whole city. No shit. It's hot, though, in the summer, I mean. Yeah, it gets hot. Kind of like here. Would you ever move? There's a Tesla Autofac here in Miami. A small one, just making the super sport. Not sure, maybe. I do like it here. Kind of reminds me of home in a strange way. So, you want kids and stuff? Not sure. Sounds like a whole lot of responsibility. The crying, the diapers, the lack of sleep. But that doesn't last long. They grow up fast. True, I grew up fast. For sure. I know you have, Mateo. She put her hands in his. They stood there in silence, hearing the music of their people, looking at one another. 
Don't you want a son to play catch with and read to and love? Wouldn't that be good? It sounds complicated. I like my simple life. But it doesn't have to be complicated. Not if you have the right woman. Someone who will take care of you, someone who will love you, someone who has your back. I don't know. I'm just 30. Time passes by. I mean, I'm 23, but time goes really quick. Yes, it does. Do you think I'm beautiful? I do. Well, sailor, that's a start. Are you Catholic? Yes, I'm Catholic. That's good. Mateo thought for a minute. This was getting to be a serious situation. His thoughts were too much, and he began to sweat. Something wrong, Mateo? No, no nothing. Women were complicated. Too complicated. You got close and wham! All your freedom went down the toilet. But still... No pressure, Mateo. I mean, when you're ready, you're ready, you know? True. Want to go someplace quiet, where we can talk? Yeah. You hungry? It's already midnight. She voice queried her watch. Yes. Perfect. Right this way. They walked some blocks in the cool midnight, the moon still full, the sound of her heels clicking against the sidewalk. They walked silently, and he lightly touched her arm. She was quite beautiful, he thought again. They found the place. It was one of those retro steel diners replicated from the 1950s. Stools buttressed against white formica counters, red and white booths, black and white checkered floors, and a red neon script announcing the owner, Flo's Diner. (laughs) It's like we're Marty McFly and we've gone back in time in the DeLorean. You know that old movie about time travel? Yes, I saw that one a long time ago. They ordered some burgers with cheese and tomato and grilled onions with a basket of crispy golden fries, two chocolate milkshakes, and some waters with ice. So, tell me about your dog Chomps. Mateo smiled, looking back at the day he got the little puppy. It was one of eight little bulldogs from a breeder I know. I saw him there in the litter, and he just kind of stared at me through those brown eyes of his. He had those brown and white patches on his face, and he would roll on his back and reach out with his paws like he picked me. So I reached out with my hands, and I take him up in my arms, and he just hangs out his legs out panting like he chilling with the homie. I couldn't put him down, and I didn't, not until I got home. Gianna studied Mateo's face carefully, as if to read a novel, its words expressed in every line and curve every nuance of muscle and bone. Mateo was a tender man, a humble and simple one, direct, not pretentious, easy to laugh, and easy to admit wrong. He told her stories of them growing up poor in Mexico City, him scraping and hustling to help the family, selling candies and knickknacks on the street. She grew up in Miami to an upper-class family who bought and sold real estate to the upper echelon. A traditional girl, attending Mass every week, she was well protected and nourished by her family. She didn't mind the social status differences between them. Mateo was different from the other men she encountered, true, a little rougher around the edges, but authentic and endearing. She spent many minutes looking into his eyes, probing, not judging, but seeking. Uncomfortable with her gaze, he looked down at the table. Then he eyed her with one eye, cocked perhaps, 
like a little puppy dog seeking approval. She laughed at this, covering her mouth, touching his shoulder reassuringly. There was a tenderness between them, a quiet, knowing comfort. She took her straw, dipped it in the milkshake, closed the top of the straw with her finger, drawing the milkshake into the straw, and poured the contents on his nose. They both laughed. He leaned in and kissed her on the lips. They were sweet and cold from the milkshake. She closed her eyes, kissing him. They were there in that moment, which could have been a minute or a thousand years, feeling and experiencing a hundred things. She opened her mouth to let his tongue explore the cavity of her mouth. He touched her tongue with his, breathing heavily. They parted lips and they opened their eyes, looking at each other. I'm a good Catholic girl, so this is as far as I'll go. She got up and touched Mateo on the shoulder. She rummaged through her purse, looking for something, and pulled out a hollow card. She placed it on the table. It immediately expanded to an image of Gianna's face, saying, Hello, I'm Gianna Rostaveri. I'm 23 years of age and live in Miami, Florida. My connect number is 23485-7171. The message continued with other stats such as vitals, brain scan, and genomics, indicating excellent health history. A few other things were in record, including some hollow stacks, but Gianna didn't fuse much. I'll be here, if you're interested. She said, and walked out the door. Glory Days, The Girls, introducing Martin Miles as Mateo, Somera Trujillo as Gianna, Kaylani as Mandy, and Sean America as Jamal. I would like to thank all the people that contributed to the production of this episode. Technical consultants... Karen and Joshua America, creative consultant Darren America. Thanks to you all. Tune in next time for the exciting continuation of the story, Glory Days, The Game. Tries to make us numb
we were made for each other.